Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. Today's topic, a Christian solution to worry. Did you know that worrying is a sin? And yet to worry seems so natural. This is especially so in this time of uncertainties. There's so many rapid changes in our lives. The world seems to be coming unglued. We're faced with continuing spread of a deadly virus and the strengthening of communism and society's onslaught on the Christian faith. What is a person to do? How do we keep from worrying? To answer this question, it helps you understand the nature of worry. Worry is our concern about the future and our fear of what may happen tomorrow. It is a useless fear about something we can do nothing about or that will probably never happen. Certainly this kind of mental preoccupation will sap the energy of life. As Proverbs 12:25 says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. So worry leaves us under much mental pressure and stress. Stop with me for a second. What is worrying you? What anxiety are you feeling? Ask these questions about yourself and then speak them aloud to yourself and to God. We can easily see the personal harm that can come from worrying, but what makes worry a sin? Well, worry is a sin because it's a practical denial of God's sovereignty, of his omnipotence and his goodness. Essentially, the person who worries is saying to God, I don't think you can take care of me in this situation. Besides all that, I'm not so sure that you care about me. I don't believe you can really keep all of your promises. Worry indicates a basic lack of trust and faith in the all-wise, all-knowing, and all-powerful God. The Bible plainly tells us not to worry. It also tells us what to do about our worries. Peter wrote, Cast all of your anxiety, all of your worry and cares on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5.7 When you find worry and anxiety pressing down on your mind, by active faith, in prayer, throw the weight of that anxious thought upon Jesus. He cares for you, and he can bear away the burden. Paul not only gives us the command not to worry, but he also offers a solution to this vexing human behavior. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Paul declares the result of such an action will be a flooding of our hearts and our minds with the peace of God. His peace will guard our understanding and our emotions from gnawing worry. If you want a life of joy and usefulness, stop worrying. Instead of worry filling our minds, we are to think about the goodness, the wisdom, and the power of God and rejoice in him. Pray about everything. If we cast all of our worries upon him in believing prayer, the peace of God will guard our hearts. An old English hymn written by Joseph M. Sivrin, written in 1855, reminds and encourages us. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear, and what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. 
take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. The most common things people worry about are their homes, their clothes, and their food. But there are other things too, such as health and relationships. Our master Jesus devoted considerable space to the subject of worry in his famous Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 6:25 and following. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows what that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And a parallel passage is found in Luke 12, 22 through 34. Jesus gives a solution to worry. Actually, it's very simple, but profound. The more you understand about the nature of the Heavenly Father, the less likely you will worry. Jesus gives us three reasons why we should not worry. First, we should not worry because when we are worrying, we are not glorifying God. You see, if we are worrying, we're not trusting God at that point. Secondly, we're not to worry because God is able and willing to take care of those who trust Him. Another reason we're not to worry is that worry is to have the wrong focus on life. If we focus instead on God and His kingdom, all of these necessities of life will be provided for us. Thus, we can glorify God as the gracious provider who is our Heavenly Father. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. The next time, keep trusting God and cast all your cares upon Him because he cares for you.